I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to the Inspired Weekly Podcast, episode 25. Write it down, make it happen. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Inspired Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Ladd, and I'm coming at you after a very productive weekend. We got some yard work done on Saturday, cleaning up like the leaves and the sticks around the house, and it just feels so good. Has anyone else been doing this too? I know for us here in Tennessee, the weather is just so beautiful still. And we've just been taking advantage of like all of the nice weekends since we've lived in our new house. And my husband, Brian, got to tidy up his soon-to-be workshop, and I really think he's pretty happy about that, too. The house looks awesome on the outside, and I love it. We also decided a couple of weeks ago that we'd put up the tree the weekend after Thanksgiving, so it really was like icing on the cake of an already amazing day. Decorating the tree, you guys, is like literally one of my favorite things in the world. And actually more so the part where I get to fluff out the branches and make our seven foot tall flocked tree come to life. And I swear, it looks more real every single year. And my fluffing gloves get even more covered with fake snow. (laughs) So much fun, you guys. So fun. This time around, my son was extremely excited to get the village going, so we ended up doing that before the big tree, and we actually had a couple of new additions to our mini town that were gifted last year by my late grandmother, which made it more special to see how happy he was to get that village finished, because my grandma loved and was obsessed with hers, so much so that she kept it out year-round. Now, we still have yet to find some little mini street lights to put in ours and maybe like an ice rink. But truly, this was one of my favorite things this year. So guys, my tree is up and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas here in the Lad household. Also on Saturday night, I had the weirdest, strangest dream. I think you know the kind. You know, it typically haunts and sticks with you all day in your waking life. And I'm sure to those who know me well and personally would agree that I'm very intuitive and I can usually sense things that others can't and have always, always remembered my dreams. But for some reason this year, for like the past six months or so, I haven't been able to recall any of them. So being able to vividly remember that one on Saturday night really surprised me. I was sitting on my new couch telling my son Bryson all about it the next morning And I have to say that he had some great insights into what happened in this particular dream of mine, and it literally felt like I was there pitching a great book idea to a publisher. And so, knowing the history of my bad memory, I grabbed a pen and paper to write down the entire dream. Because you never know, maybe one day this will be a great mystery novel on shelves across the world. But I share this little dream story with you today because it ties perfectly in with the topic I chose for this episode. What I'm talking about is the power of writing things down and making things happen. When it comes down to it, it's basically like doing what I did, writing out on paper my entire dream so I wouldn't forget the details. 
And I'm sure you know that I'm not saying that you have to journal a dream you had while you're sleeping. No, it can be the dreams in your heart, the little ones, the big ones, the ones that will make you proud to achieve. And of course, the ones that may even scare the crap out of you. Now, I decided to get my actual sleeping dream on paper, number one, because it was literally the first time in months I'd been able to remember one, and two, because I remembered I didn't want to forget. It was so powerful, you guys. It really was. So I want to ask you a question. Are you taking notes? Wherever you are in life, do you jot things down on paper or use a voice memo on your phone? I'm sure we've all heard this before but it's powerful when you write things down. Just the simple act alone makes a dream more than a thought or an idea. It becomes reality. It's like transferring all those thoughts, ideas, and actions to store them on something more permanent. In a notebook you can refer back to or a recording you can listen to when you need to remember something from that podcast three weeks ago. But writing things down can do more than just help you remember something. Writing it down makes your goals, desires, and dreams happen. And no, I'm not talking about magic as it happens with the snap of a finger, but a more slow and methodical process that takes time. And the more you write, the easier it gets to plan out that thinking big vision. So why write it down? What's so important that we make the distinction between thinking about versus writing about our dreams? Well, because when all we have are thoughts about our objectives in life, then that's all we have. Thoughts. And often our thoughts send us down one of two paths, either success or failure. The path of success has us thinking about the result we'll get when we reach the end of that goal, when we've accomplished that thing we want to do, or about how we'll feel when we finally get, quote unquote, there. We say things like, wow, I will be so happy when I finally reach 10,000 subscribers on Instagram. Or, gosh, I'm going to feel much better when I finally get this weight off. The path of failure has us thinking we can't even start this or that. Or we're not far enough along, so why bother? We say things like, I can't do this. This is too hard. That would take forever. So fun, right? See, the problem with just having thoughts about our goals is that we're ignoring the fact that our path isn't just about getting a result or finally feeling that sense of accomplishment. The part we're missing is the journey to reach that goal because it's in the struggles and challenges we face along the way, it's what makes the end result so bittersweet once we get there. And the crazy thing though, is that the ups and downs and twists and turns are a natural part of what it takes to build something meaningful for your life. Our aspirations and visions, they have to be worth chasing. That dream of yours needs to be captivating enough to keep you moving forward. And maybe wherever you are right now, you already know and do all of this. That's awesome. You're there. You're already taking the steps necessary to make a change and dream big. But maybe too, you sometimes feel like the vision you have for your life just isn't clear enough. You know it's there and it's tugging at your heart, but you can't stop the self-doubt from creeping in. This is where that distinction between thinking about and writing about your vision comes into play. 
Because we all know that our thoughts create our feelings. Feelings drive our action or inaction. And that action we take or don't take produces our result. So whether we start thought about our big goals with, I'll feel better when, or I can't do this, it will almost always result in disappointment and overwhelm. Because on one end of the spectrum, you're just waiting to feel better. And on the other, you're trying to predict the future and just setting yourself up to fail ahead of time. And of course, we also know that when judgmental thoughts like this come up for us, rather than ones of curiosity, the mind tends to get a little fuzzy and we can't concentrate. This is why it's more difficult to reach your goals when all you're doing is thinking about or imagining them. I've used this analogy before that when you look in the mirror after a shower, the steam creates a film. You can't see your reflection because the fog on the mirror skews your perspective. But once we wipe away the haze from our minds, something amazing happens. We begin to see more clearly and we open up a realm of possibilities. And what's the best way to create that clarity of the mind? Simply putting pen to paper. Whether you want to clean up your thoughts or bring a dream to life, writing down every detail, big or small, is key. In his article, Human Brains Aren't Designed to Remember Things, Leon Ho says that, quote, When it comes to memory, our brains are typically no better than an 8-gigabyte USB storage device, end quote. So it's no wonder we can't think of what we had for dinner last night, because we are constantly bombarded with information in our modern world, with social media, the news, radio, video games, and the internet. And I'm guessing that with all of those things combined, it uses up all the space we have available in our brains. And that storage capacity also tells us that we can't rely on our brains alone. We have to be able to put all of our ideas, thoughts, goals, dreams, aspirations, we've got to put them somewhere, right? That's where the art of writing things down or using a voice memo app will save us. It also gets you into your head for a minute to get it out of your head. Essentially getting that jumbled mess in the mind on paper to see it in front of you. In the book, Write It Down, Make It Happen, author Henriette Clauser reveals four keys to getting what you want in life. And the first one is to think big. Writing down everything, goals, desires, ideas, all of it. The most important thing she says, though, is to write fast and don't linger over the pages. Think of all the things you could possibly ever want and get it on that paper. Really get super honest with yourself. Once you do that, you can clearly see what ambitions you have for your life. And I want to offer here that when that desire comes into your heart and it won't go away, understand that that stirring up is a sign that you're ready to take on whatever is there. And it is waiting for you, friend. Writing out your thoughts and goals and seeing them on that paper is important and life-changing. Research shows that we're 42% more likely to achieve those goals if we commit to writing them down regularly. And besides, we're visual creatures anyway, right? A study done by the 3M company showed that as humans, we can process images and pictures 60,000 times faster than having to imagine things. 
And I just want to break here for a second and say that it is literally snowing outside of my office window right now. Oh my goodness. So awesome. Anyway, back to the regularly scheduled program. (laughs) So naturally putting pen to paper means we can visually see our thoughts and our goals right there in front of us. Many of you may keep a mental list or maybe you're one who writes a to-do list daily. But speaking from experience, seeing it on paper and what needs to be done next means I'm going to be more productive and take action versus just thinking about what I need to do. The next step that Henrietta talks about in her book is getting ready to receive. So what that means is we have to be open to saying, okay, this is what I desire and it's going to come to me. It's going to happen. This step is all about visualizing that our dreams have already become reality. In my opinion, this is when I feel more connected and committed to thinking of the next right thing to make that dream possible. Once we have our ambitions laid out in front of us, it's easier to see just how we can begin to break those bigger goals down into tiny bite-sized chunks getting real specific on what it is we are truly ready to receive. Think small baby steps for each and every one of the goals you want to achieve. Ask yourself, where do I want to be with this? What are the steps I need to reach this dream? Then actually write down those steps in a journal or record them on your phone because sorting out and making sense of the process is one of the best things you can do to set yourself up for success. Next, you've got that book full of ideas, right? With the baby steps in place. You're going to want this paper somewhere you'll be able to see it or at least have easy access to it. I recommend hanging it up in your office by the desk. And obviously, if you have this recorded on your phone, you know that your phone is always within reach. The important thing here is that every time you see it up on that wall or listen to it, I want you to actually believe that it's possible for your life. Earlier, I made mention that sometimes, well, a lot of times, our brain and our thinking is going to stop us from moving forward with that goal. It's going to do what it does best and create a whole bunch of fears that will get in the way of us achieving our dreams. Step three in Write It Down, Make It Happen, Henriette recommends that we face our fears head on. By doing what, you might ask? You guessed it, writing them down. This process is similar to a thought download that I've talked about in previous episodes, only this time you're specifically putting pen to paper those thoughts that bring up self-doubt and insecurity. Henrietta says, quote, writing down your fears takes away their hold on you. Writing out the reverse of your fears and upping the ante, making the opposite statement, not just the fear in reverse, but something even more attractive, empowers and energizes you to start thinking differently, end quote. Remember that success or failure type of thinking? Well, when you write things down, fear-based or not, you get an insight of what is going on in your mind. Then you get to decide whether you want to keep those thoughts or replace them with ones that serve you better. Instead of thinking out of fear by saying, I'll feel better when, maybe try 
I want to practice feeling better. And if you notice that first thought keeps us stuck, right, in a passive state, we don't really want to move. We always are just kind of waiting and waiting for that feeling to happen. And in the end, we definitely end up feeling disappointed. The new thought will prepare us to have that feeling right now. Every single day, we can strive to make that new thought a reality. See how powerful reversing your fears can be? And the best news? We all have the choice of what to think on purpose so that we are ready and empowered to go after a goal. So good, right? The last and final step of the book, write it down, make it happen, is give thanks. When you have ambitions in life and really set out to achieve them, chances are you will have this level of gratitude within you. Along the way, there will be people in your life you want to thank for being part of the journey that led you to where you are now. Klauser suggests celebrating your wins and victories. This opens your heart to honor those who've helped you succeed in these wins and helps you appreciate yourself too. It's like saying, hey, I love you self. Thank you for not giving up and sticking with it through the hard times. So that brings me to a final exercise that I want to share with you today. One that goes along with giving thanks. I bet there are some things on your list mentally or written down that you wished could have happened this year. And now as we're in the beginning of December and closer to the end of 2020, our brains are going to look for all the things we didn't get to do, all the goals where we fell short, And basically, it goes back to the past to see that there were a lot of things we didn't accomplish this year. But much like the power of writing things down to fulfill a goal or reach a dream, we can write things down as our list of proof. It's like saying, yes, we had one heck of a challenging year, but we sure didn't give up on all of our plans. We're still here, right? We're still going. And that, my friend, is what matters most. And I get it. I know in my heart that many of you, as the busy, ambitious, working mamas that you are, you wanted to do all the things. There were goals and dreams you put on hold in the wake of all that's come our way in 2020. What I want to offer here is that you ask yourself, what did I do this year? What have I accomplished? What are the things I'm proud of doing for myself? What goals did I reach? These questions will allow us the space to be thankful and grateful for all the things we have checked off that list. And I'm going to be honest with you. So many of the plans I made for my business didn't make the cut. Why? Because life happened. Things shifted and priorities were rearranged. But it doesn't mean that 2020 was a bust or an absolute fail, right? For sure, a lot of the dreams and ideas I had for myself came to fruition. And for that, I'm so proud. The beauty of these questions is that you get to see all the things that you made happen and stop dwelling and focusing on what you may have missed. So here's what I'd like you to do. Grab yourself a piece of paper and at the top write, 
What did I accomplish this year? Maybe even pull out some of the old notes of the goals you set for yourself when 2020 began and start evaluating to look at how many of them came to be. This is such a powerful exercise and one that I did a couple weeks ago and it changed my life. Not only did I stop thinking about what I didn't get done, I realized there's still time if I want to, to reach for some of the smaller steps I can do to help me finish the year out strong. Because it's so easy to look back and think of the many ways we've failed or have been disappointed or that we didn't meet our entire list of expectations, but it's more powerful when we see all the ways we did show up this year for ourselves, our kids, our spouses, and our businesses, the many struggles we've been through and made it to the other side of. So I encourage you today, sit down and really ask, what have I done this year? And remember to write it down. Then take that list and hang it up in your workspace, on the fridge in the kitchen, or wherever it is you'll see it the most. All the things on that paper are a reminder that you for sure, despite all the hard and difficult seasons in 2020, you kicked butt. No doubt. That you had a dream wrote it down, made it happen, reversed your fears, and now you can give yourself a big thank you and a high five. Because not only did you get through it, you have grown through it too. That's all I have for you today in episode 25 of Inspired Weekly. Write it down, make it happen. There is a magical thing about putting pen to paper. And if you're anything like me, once you start, you'll do more of it each and every day. I hope you have the best week, friend. And as always, I'm all about community and connection here. So shoot me all your questions and comments over on Instagram, where I'm at Inspired Weekly Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, friend, and I'll catch you in the next one.